Hello and welcome back to another episode of Let's Swipe with Erica, Amy, and Amanda. If you are enjoying the podcast, please make sure to subscribe and leave a review on whatever podcast app you use. This really helps other people find our podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at Let's Swipe Podcast. We'd also love to hear your stories. Email us at letswipepod at gmail.com with questions, comments, or to let us know you'd like to be a guest on the show. And now it's time for this week's episode of Let's Swipe. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Amanda, and tonight I'm joined with Amy. Hey, Amy. Hey, Amy. Hello, Amanda. <laughs> How are you today? Hello. I'm doing pretty fantabulous. I'm super excited to talk about what we uh, did just a couple weeks ago with everybody, and also to hear about some of the other stuff you did that I didn't participate in. So it's nice to be back, continuing season two. How are you doing? Yeah, I I, I am zonked. I uh, I was in Indianapolis over the weekend for Gen Con, and I had a I have a pedometer on my phone, so I don't know how accurate the the count was because my phone was in my pocket, not on my arm, like recording. I don't know how accurate it was, but. My average walk for the four days I was there was like six miles every day. So, so I put in a lot of steps and my feet are killing me and (laughs) I am board gamed out and crafted out and cosplayed out and I had a lot of fun, but boy, I am ready to like sleep (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do well, that's nothing. Awesome. So what did you cosplay as? I was pinup poison ivy. The the last time I went I did um I did Victorian poison ivy just because I wanted an excuse to wear a corset mm-hmm. and be like, Look at look at how curvy I am. <laughs> and uh, and they had to it was masked this year. Masks were mandatory. So I I, I put some thought into it and realized I do not want to be wearing a corset and a mask. Yeah. So I simplified the costume a lot this year. So I just did, I just did like a 1940s style poison Ivy and I still had the curves going on and, you know, looking at myself in the photos from this event, I'm kind of like, Oh shit, I need to get back on the diet. Oh, come on. I mean, I saw pictures of you from this event and all of the pictures look beautiful. So well, thank you. Um, I, I got a little junk in the trunk going on. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, Hey, some, some people like that. It's all good. So were there, um, I mean, I know you didn't go there looking for a singles event or anything, but like, was there anything happening there like were there any eligible bachelors that you came across so i i joined the the gen con discord server and there were a lot of people talking about like are there singles gaming events and stuff like that and i was trying to follow it so i went with my friend mike who i've talked about before and mike and i used to date but we do not anymore and we're both like okay with it you know he tells me about people that he's met on on dating sites and vice versa and it's not weird or anything but between us but the fact that I was there with him it it sort of was like that really wasn't I I I would have felt really weird if I would have been like oh hey there's a cute guy over there I'm gonna go hang with him you know yeah fair 
I mean, you don't want to like leave the per. It's not like you went with a group of people, and you don't right. want to leave like the one person you went with. Like even if you hadn't dated them before, it's kind of crappy to just bail on your friend. Exactly. And so I kept following the discord to see if there were any sort of like events that popped up. And I think because it's everybody was still being very, very cautious about COVID. There wasn't any there wasn't any specified event set up by the organizers. If something happened, it was very spontaneous and like it you know, wasn't a, a sanctioned event, exactly, whatever. Sure, yeah. But uh, I know there were other people there thinking about it. I feel like, I know we, we had this experience more recently ourselves where it was like the people who were our age seemed to be already paired off or married or that's kind of how it felt at Gen Con too. Like the people that I noticed that looked like they were my age, you know, you, you give them a quick glance over and they're like, Hmm, that's, you know, he's, he's nice looking. I'd go there. And then you look at the hand and you realize that there's a wedding ring and it's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess, and that's kind of a good lead in to the event that you and I attended, which was promoted as not just a singles event, I guess it was promoted as like an adult game night. And but it definitely was like there will be speed dating there and, you know, all this other stuff that you and I were like, oh, this is going to be awesome. There's going to be like all these single people. It's going to be a really fun atmosphere. I mean, and it was a really fun night. Yeah, it was fun. We have a really cool museum here in our fair city and it was on a rooftop and there was a Ferris wheel on the roof and Amanda got me in the Ferris wheel, even though I'm terrified of heights. Yeah, so, well, let's back up a little bit and, like, talk about the um, event and when we got there. Because one thing I really liked was when we arrived, you had to have wristbands, and they had three different colors of wristbands. So there was green for for single, and then um, I don't remember what the other colors were, but there was, like, a, a red or something for taken, Yellow was it's complicated. Yeah, and yellow was it's complicated, which I thought, I didn't see actually. I saw one person wearing it. It's complicated. Yeah. So it was it was neat. So like when we arrived, I was like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. Like we're gonna know who's single because they're wearing the green um, wristband. And I will say like it was a little weird for me. I'm not somebody who puts myself out there very easily. Like as our listeners maybe have like picked up on. And so even just wearing that green wristband, I was like, Oh my goodness. But it was, it was cool. Cause I was like, okay, we'll know who the single people are and we'll be able to, you know, find each other or whatever. And it was really fun. It was a beautiful night, but like, I mean, Amy, how many people do you think you saw there in our age range and let's just let's give ourselves a wide age range. Let's let's give ourselves like thirty seven to fifty two. Like, right? How many people in that age range who were wearing green wristbands do you think we saw? I think ten would be an optimistic number. I don't remember seeing hardly anybody our age or even older. I know looks are deceiving and I and I don't want to be like stereotype or, or past judgment or anything like that, but yeah. 
I feel like the, the, the guys I saw who had on green wristbands, you could tell they were a lot younger than yeah. us. I think you and I both were like, you know what? It might just be that everybody at this event is young and we're kind of older, even though I've been to events at this specific rooftop before, and it's usually a good mix of people. Um, and so I was, I was like, well, it's going to be fun no matter what. But there were people there that looked to be our age, but, but they, they were, were all couple. They were coupled. Yeah. Yes. And and that was that. Were you, did you you said something about like that's very typical of our of our local environment that all the all the cup all the taken people show up at a singles event. <laughs> Somebody said that something like that to me. Yeah. And, it, it it was a little, I guess it's kind of funny, kind of annoying, but yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you're coupled off and you show up at a singles event, that's really annoying for the single people. <laughs> <laughs> Good looking and already taken. Yeah. I mean, because there were a few guys who were in that definitely were good looking but then yeah I'd be like oh yeah they're taken and I thought what was also interesting and I think I don't know if this is like a generational thing or if people maybe Amy people weren't really there for a singles event maybe people were just there for like a fun game night on a rooftop because even even the people who had green wristbands on none of them were like seemed like they were mingling with people that weren't already their friends yeah, everybody kind of was in like these little groups of like it it wasn't it was it wasn't set up to be like, "Oh, hey, let's start a game. Let's get four random people from the crowd to do this thing." Yeah. It, it wasn't um I I mean, I don't know how you how you go about doing that where you make people mix with each other and I'm not exactly the the outgoing type that would just say, hey, random stranger, would you like to play beer pong? But what I think would have been cool is if they'd had, like, because it's a pretty big rooftop, and I think it would have been cool if they'd had, like, a specific area, and maybe they did, and it just wasn't labeled, so maybe signage was an issue, but I feel like they should have had, a, an, like, a area of, like, find somebody to play a game with that you don't know. Like, so then in that room... You know, if you go in there, it's so that you can mingle. And even if you're in a relationship, you might just want to, like, meet some new people, whatever. That's cool. Right. But then, because everybody was just really, like, it seemed like just talking to the people that they came with. Yeah, it, it didn't feel like a singles event in so much as it was just, hey, there's this really cool place, and here's an opportunity to get on the roof and do stuff. Yeah. 100%. And even like, even if it was like groups of single people who were just friends, they didn't appear to want to meet people. But what yeah. what I did like about the event is it was really inclusive. And they made on their literature, they really made that clear that this is not just like a cis hat singles event, like everybody is welcome. And there definitely were people of uh, all sexualities there. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And, and I, I, me being the growing up in the predominantly white area that I am, I was really, really happy to see like people of color and not, you know, not just white people. It was yeah. nice seeing a mix of different races and 
genders and and it was very well represented in that regard totally agree yeah because where you live and I guess where I live too but not where I work so I don't feel like it we do our our city is pretty segregated so yeah it was it was good to see um, but it was really fun. Uh, I had a really nice time with you. <laughs> I you got to ride the Ferris wheel. It was fun. Oh, yeah. So the Ferris wheel. Uh, we yeah. Got so a date with each other. <laughs> we did. We Amy. Oh my God, it's so true because like we definitely did the classic carnival date <laughs> where we went on the Ferris wheel. And I've never been on an open Ferris wheel like that before. Really? Um. Yeah. Like I've been on like big ferris wheels where it's kind of like you're sitting in a cage but i've never been in like you know a traditional ferris wheel i've never been in one i've been in one like that before at fairs and things like that and it wasn't i don't think it was a super big ferris wheel but it was a super big ferris wheel on top of a roof yeah (laughs) 17 story building that is really close to the edge and you can Almost, if I would have looked a little bit farther to the left, you, I don't know if you could see over the side of the building or not, but I didn't look on purpose because I didn't want to know. <laughs> well, yeah, you were like, so Amy is terrified of heights. And as soon as I saw that the Ferris, Ferris wheel was operating, I was like, oh, my God, we are going on this Ferris wheel. And she's like, uh, um, okay. <laughs> but you were like a total trooper and you ended up having a good time, right? Yeah, I got out my... My my internal photographer took over, so I had to document it and get awesome photos from the Ferris wheel. Yeah, and actually, like our Amanda out because she thought I was going to drop my cell phone. I, I was just going to say, once we got on the Ferris wheel, the roles were reversed because I was like, Amy, put away your phone. It's going to fall. You're going to drop your phone. Like, <laughs> and you were, but you were taking pictures partially, I guess, so you didn't think about the heights, but. Um, all I could do is think about how awful it would be if you dropped your phone. <laughs> Onto the street below. I mean, that would have been long gone. <laughs> so that was kind of, even though it was a fun night, it was a best single searching wise for us. And I do kind of wish, though, that we had been a little bit more, even if it was somebody who wasn't our age, I do kind of think we should have maybe been a little bit bolder that evening yeah I I would I would agree I feel like all of my effort went into getting on the ferris wheel instead of that getting over my fear of strangers and (laughs) yeah for sure well we did talk to one interesting person who we're not going to go into detail about tonight because we're going to save that uh he's probably going to come on the podcast uh pretty soon here hopefully um so stay tuned for that because we did talk to one very interesting fellow Anything else about that night, Amy, you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think we we covered it. It was it it was just a lot of fun because the atmosphere was so cool. And I hope that they do. I What would be perfect is if they do another date night thing there. But they may maybe if they make it more. I don't know. I'm. Part of me is kind of like, well, maybe if they made it more age specific, like 30s and 40s. But then I, I'm afraid they'd maybe lose that. The cool factor. Yeah. I agree. But I what I think is like that is the perfect way to meet people. If it had been set up where it's like, OK, like find somebody you don't know to play a game with or or if it had been some sort of 
you know, they could have made it like a true singles event where instead of speed dating and like sitting across the table from each other, maybe like you take, you like play different fast games that kind of everybody knows. Right. Yeah, I I agree. I wish there would have been more crowd interaction. And I, I'm saying that with the realization that we could have mingled better ourselves. So that, that would be my only critique. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree we could have mingled better. I think we expected the event to be something different than what it was. Yeah. So I think, though, it would be really cool if people set up events that were similar to that, but where they did sort of um, encourage the interaction and, like, basically updated ways of doing speed dating. And I think that would be really fun, whether it was on a rooftop or not. But it, it was really fun, and I'm glad we did it. I would definitely seek out something like that again you spent some time this summer trying to do other in-person um dating kind of things right so do you want to talk a little bit about that so after we decided to take a take a break this summer i i kind of um i kind of went on a little hiatus and and took a break from dating myself and I mean, it, it's not like a permanent, I don't want to date ever again. It's just, it's not a real priority for me right now. Um, so one of the things I started looking into was like doing stuff in person opposed to online. And I joined a bunch of meetup groups and you'd think that that would be a fairly easy, reliable thing. And of all, so I joined like three meetup groups and the first one I joined I was really excited about because it was specifically for the purpose of dating and the the um like you read through the description of it and it actually did sound like it was a the version of speed dating like reassessing how to meet people in person and it was happy hours and stuff like this and so I had a, a like a seven day trial period to look at it and they had a they were posting a lot of stuff like here's an event we're going to do in, in December. It's the holiday meetup. You know, they 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 were really good about being, you know, they had a lot of stuff and they had a lot of members. But I was looking at the people signing up and it was like the same people who were signing up for all this stuff. And then. I didn't RSVP for anything because I just, I kind of was like, I don't know, I don't know. And after one of them happened, the organizer sent out an email and was like, you know, a bunch of people signed up and only two people showed up. Oh, wow. So I was kind of like, uh, I don't know. But the clincher for me not joining that group was you had to pay money to join and it was $30 a year, which is nothing, you know. But the problem was, is they wanted you to submit your credit card details through Meetup so that they could just charge your account. And I'm like, Fuck no, I'm not giving you my credit card details. You want to charge me five bucks to come to every Meetup? I will happily bring you a $5 bill and give you money in person every time I show up. I am not doing this over credit card. Yeah. And I mean, I used to run a meetup group, so I know that it does cost money and it, it is, a, you know, to be the organizer, you are doing a lot. Right. So I totally understand being like, Hey guys, you need to contribute. 
But $30, and if there's as many members as you indicate that there are, whoever that organizer is is, like, making money off of it, which right. seems shady. Yeah, the the idea of it, – it, it was the idea of, okay, this is the only way you can do it. It's like, well, why can't I just bring you $30 and hand it to you at a meetup that I go, come to? Why does it have to be through this site that I give you money? Yeah, you know, it just it was it made me uncomfortable and I had reservations. So I, I was like, nope, maybe I'll come back and, and reassess in the future. But this just isn't working for me. And then well, there was sorry, go well, ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, also the fact that only two people, excuse me, two people showed up. I mean, it's just we've talked a lot about that before. Like when you and I did the virtual speed dating and we were the only two people on there. It's like it is frustrating because there are singles in the city, but it just sort of seems like there's not really a couple of good places to go to, like, meet people or whatever. There are all these smaller events happening and then there's not enough people at any of them because we're a small city. You know, that that's funny. On the on the drive back from Indianapolis over the weekend, we were, I mean, we spent most of, we spent the entire time in downtown Indianapolis, and they have such a thriving nightlife down there, and it's just, we were walking around, and we were making comparisons between it and our fair city, and it's like, our city is infinitely more dangerous, for one thing, so we we have that issue of safety, and then on top of that, we we made the we kind of made had the realization like everything in our city is so spread out it's so hard to like you have little areas there's this there's a museum here and then there's a, a restaurant three miles away there's just not a good organization of stuff yeah I, and I mean I think before COVID there was more stuff going on too. But now especially it is, you know, I mean, we definitely have neighborhoods where there's pockets of things happening. But, I mean, so much of the actual, like, city proper is a ghost town. And then we have right. such a large metropolitan suburban area and everything there is, like, 20 minutes away from each other. Right. And we so, don't yeah. have good public transportation. Like, Indianapolis, they have skywalks everywhere. Yeah. So you can walk from your hotel to whatever you want to go to. Um, and they have, you know, they have the little, the bikes and the scooters that you can rent and it just, it felt so much more organized and, you know, it just, it was a whole lot more receptive to people coming in from out of town than what our, our city is like. Um, so that that was just kind of an observation. I I don't know if the locals how they feel about it or even how the the dating aspect. Yeah, of it, but. I mean, also you were in Indianapolis when there was like a huge convention going on. There was a whole <laughs> lot of whole lot of extra people. I know as a general rule, I think Indianapolis is a lot smaller, but it was just way different experience being in their downtown versus our downtown. Um, yeah. And, okay, so my other, um, 
my other I, I, I joined a second meetup group. And the guy who it was a single guy who was organizing it and he was doing everything online. And he would send out these really long rambling emails and he was very focused on keeping like he was a very liberal person and he made that very obvious. And he's like, I'm looking for like minded people. Um, and, you know, he would go on these wasn't exactly a rant. It was just like, OK, does your train of thought have a caboose, buddy? Because you've went on for a really long time in this email. <laughs> it was just a little I'm going to use the word colorful, maybe, you know, he, he had a very colorful personality. And so he always had these virtual uh, meetup groups on the same day. And it was like a Sunday evening right at dinner time. It's like, OK, that's a horrible time to have a meetup group when you're trying to be sociable with people. Yeah. And it's so like Sunday evening that at least an hour where we live, like. Sunday evening is often like Sundays in general are often like family days, like barbecues right. and different things like that. And then Sunday evenings for like everybody, that's your wind down, getting ready for the work week coming workload. up. Yeah. And so somebody even made the comment like, you know, would you can consider moving the dates around so that you can get more you know, if you keep having it on Sunday and nobody is signing up, maybe you should consider having it on another day. Just a thought. And so after I had joined this group and it was free to join, I don't think there was any cost or anything for that one. Um, and I, I never signed up for anything. I would read through the emails, but I never signed up for anything because I was just it was on Sunday evenings and I could, could could never commit to the time. And so the guy sent an email and he was like, hey, just wanted to welcome you to the group. I'm a little behind on emails. He was very nice. He was very pleasant. I just couldn't make any of the meetups because Sunday night's not cool. Yeah. And so after about, I want to say, like, I joined in, I joined in early summer and by the end of August, he had thrown in the towel and he was like, nobody signs up for these events. And I spent 35 bucks to join, to start this meetup group and nobody will do anything. And I, you know, he just, he went on one of those rants and I really wish I would have taken a screenshot of the email because it was just like, Whoa, dude, you don't need to unload on perfect strangers. This is why nobody wants to come to your meetup group. Well, also, I mean, it seems like people had given the feedback of, like, this date kind of doesn't work for people. Yeah. And so it just seems like if you want people to come, I mean, if he if Sunday was the only day that works for him, he could have been upfront about that and then maybe say, hey, is there a co, if somebody wants to be a co-organizer? Right. And then maybe we could have, like, Sunday events and then also Friday events or something. And, and the other thing in this long ranty email he was going on about it, it just it, it veered into woe is me I'm so sad and lonely I can't meet someone I'm so despondent and depressed and de depressed and it was just it was very much sad sack 
okay, no wonder this is not working. Be, you know, it, it just, it, there was a lot of, a lot of stuff to unpack in the email and I'm like, drama, drama. I don't need drama. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. so what it sounds like is our city has a lot of people trying to do singles events, but not doing them very effectively. 100% spot on. Yeah, we're, we're out here and we're all trying to, we're all trying to get on the same page and not succeeding. The connection right. is bad. I don't know. I'm hopeful. I do really want to spend more time doing that. I've said this before, but I do want to spend more time trying to do the in-person events or at least the virtual speed dating type of type events. So I think that's, um, I mean, as everybody knows from the last episode, like I really did take a hiatus over the summer. Um, but that's kind of, I think where my focus is going to be, I'm still going to get on the site, some of the sites, but I think my focus is going to be on uh, making myself, you know, go to like at least two events a month or something. Like obviously more than that is not doable. It's not, it's not feasible, but two events a month. I feel like I should, even if they're virtual, I'm going to try to do that. And that's going to be my goal for, um, I guess maybe until the end of December. Yeah. I, I think for me, I want to, I want to get back out there and I will. I need to be in a little bit better place before I'm comfortable. You know, you don't want to go on a date with someone and it's like, what do you do? I've been unemployed for almost a year and a half. Well, I totally hear exactly what you're saying. I understand that. I think you should take all the time you need before you get back out there. I will say, I mean, I think during this economy and pandemic world we're in, I don't think it's that weird for somebody to say they're out of work. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's got the same stigma that it, you know, maybe had before the pandemic. Right. Yeah. I, I think things are, are, I feel like things are changing a lot right now. And I can't really say if it's for better or worse yet, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, our, our lifestyles are definitely changing and it's, uh, I'm kind of trying to wrap my head around around that before I put myself back out there. That and, and I'm trying to get back into my good habits of 100-mile walking challenges and, and eating better and trying to not let Dr. Pepper r- rule my life. <laughs> oh, but Dr. Pepper is so good. <laughs> Dr. Pepper, if you're listening, we we would love to talk about how awesome your product is. On Dr. Our- Pepper is like, you guys already do talk about how awesome our product is. They don't need to pay us and they know that. <laughs> but I think that about wraps us up for this episode. Um, thanks everybody for listening and uh, we love listener mail. So um, write into us if you haven't and we will see you next time. Bye everybody. Bye. See you next week, everybody. Until then, happy swiping.